KMHL as we kick off our SMSU campus update. Joining us in studio, as per usual, but for a final time for the SMSU campus update, is Mr. Bill Molso, the VP for Government Relations, Communications, and Marketing. Bill, good morning. Good morning, Josh. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. That's good to hear. And joining us in studio as well, we got Marcy Olson. Marcy, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Josh. Thank you super, so much. Yeah, super duper. Now, as we mentioned, normally, you're kind of like a co-host, but Bill, this time around, you are going to be our guest as, well, you're going to be doing some different things in the year 2024. So first of all, let's go ahead and dive in like we normally do. First of all, Bill, tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, some of your background and what brought you to SMSU? Wow. All right. Well, I could cover the whole interview if I give you all that. <laughs> well, so I am currently the uh, uh, vice president for government relations, communications, and marketing. About 35 years ago, I made the uh, bold decision to come to SSU at the time as a student, and uh, it got me to where I am today. Um, probably one of the best decisions I ever made, obviously, and I uh, have served a number of different roles at SMSU over that time. Started out my career in admissions, worked with a bunch of great people there. <clears throat> Got pulled over into the development side and fundraising and worked with the foundation. Uh, overseen our uh, advancement uh, program for many, many years. And now um, wrapping up here as overseeing and working with a great group of people on the communications and marketing side. So you've been associated with this university for over 31 years. Can you talk about the growth of the institution over that time, besides just adding that extra letter to the name? <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, we did take one out for a while there, too. Yeah, there so is that. There, we started with four. But, yeah, it, uh, it's been amazing to see how the university has evolved. Uh, you know, back when I came, just look at where East College Drive was and how much activity was on this street and how much is out here now and beyond. Um, we used to joke. Uh, we could tell how the weather was by looking at the barn across the road. Well, guess what? There's not a barn over there anymore. There's a school. There's a uh, there's a, a big ice arena. So, you know, the changes at the university and the community have been tremendous. We've seen enrollment um, evolve. Uh, it's been up. It's been down. It's been much different mix than what it used to be. Um, we've had a ton of facilities go up over the years. So to talk about how it's changed, uh, it's constantly changing and it will continue to change. Yeah, we've had some facilities go up. We've also seen uh, some facilities go down, go down. we'll say. Yeah. Do you want to talk about a couple of those interesting experiences? Yeah, you know, there was a time there where fires were quite prevalent on campus. And I, I remember my, fir my first fire. Um, you know, there were fires that preceded me on the SMSU campus. Long before us. Long before us. Mm -hmm. My first experience with fire on the SMSU campus was when they were constructing the RA facility. And there was a little mishap there, and we had a little bit of a setback as part of that burnt during it was under construction. The big one that everybody um, obviously remembers, and it really transformed our campus, of course, was the January 2nd, 2002 fire when our uh, residential uh, dining area and the, the food service and student center were impacted by those fires. So that was probably the most transformative piece, obviously from a physical standpoint, but um, a lot of other changes that came about because of that. Mm -hmm. Now you've kind of, as you mentioned, you've kind of worked your way up and around the uh, campus of SMSU. Are there any other important moments or events that stand out over the, the last few decades for you? You know, this is a, this is a tough one because there, there's so many, and I know Marcy's going to help me here because she'll remind me of things I forgot. But I think back on some of the things that, were really impactful. I go back to 
Um, I remember as a student, our 25th anniversary of the yes. institution, yes. that was kind of a big deal. And I remember, oh, help me out here. We were, were we seniors or? Yeah, something like that. Let's just go with that. <laughs> um, but I think a big one was uh, when we got our number one rankings. Oh, yes. Uh, U.S. First News in, and World Report for. I think uh, 1998 was yeah. the first year we got the number one ranking from U.S. News and World Report. Yep. And those were, uh, those were important because, you know, we, and we talk about rankings, good and bad, but they were big at the time because um, they, they set us apart. It was on regional comprehensive. So um, it was amongst our peer institutions. And that was really an important time. And we were able to leverage that a lot on the recruitment side. And mm-hmm. I think that was really important for the institution. Um, you know, that the fire followed. I remember President Danahar um, coming in and starting and saying, you know, I'm not coming here to build buildings. <laughs> six months later, six months later, we had a fire. And the next thing you know, we're building a new student center. We evolved and we got the new, uh, we did a renovation in the library. Mm-hmm. We evolved and had to address some of our housing needs. And mm-hmm. so we built our foundation apartments and we built the regional events center. And Sweetland Hall. And then Sweetland Hall. So mm-hmm. during his tenure, when he didn't come here to build buildings, circumstances changed and opportunities presented himself. Mm-hmm. Um, that really was a transformative piece for, for our campus in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. A huge time for us. Yeah. And of course, uh, a big announcement over the, I believe it was over the last year, the School of Business as well. Yeah, you know, we've been fortunate to have uh, very strong private investment uh, over the years, you can look at, um, you know, we had way back when we had the Schwann's chair for uh, free enterprise. Free enterprise. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have the, the regional event center that's got the support of Schwann's. And now to have that North Star Mutual mm-hmm. School of Business, uh, just a tremendous amount of opportunity there to grow the program and then to invest in our students. Now, you kind of touched on it. You know, one president says, I'm not here to build buildings. Well, sometimes you end up building buildings. And You've worked with a number of presidents and interim presidents over the years. What's that kind of work uh, like working with them with their different personalities and their approach to their job? Every one of them is different. Um, I look at your list here. Um, I'm not going to talk about characteristics of specific ones, but I think the biggest thing is, you know, getting to getting to know them, understand where their priorities are, what they like to do and what they don't like. For example, one, one of the presidents I worked with, I'm not very good at fundraising. I don't really want to, do that. You guys continue to do what you're doing. Pull me in as you need me uh, and we'll run with that. So it was really about understanding where their priorities were. Some of them are great at the town gallon relationship. Others, not so much. Uh, some are really good on the academic side. Um, others are better on the external side. So, um, you know, everybody's got their their pluses and minuses or different personalities, if you will. And so it's, it was my job to, to learn those and try and fit in best I could and get the most out of everyone. And, and we should recap for listeners, uh, the presidents, because I believe um, Oliver Ford yep. was president when you were hired. And then we had Doug Sweetland. We had Dennis Nielsen as an interim. We had David Danahar for about 10 years. Yep. Uh, Ron Wood was in interim for two years. We had Connie Gores. And now we have Kumara Jayasuriya. So, so those are some names that people may go, oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. That one. Mm-hmm. Especially Doug Sweetland, because he's got a residence hall named after him. He does. Him. Yeah. That was, uh, that was a pretty special moment. Um, you know, Doug was uh, battling cancer there at the end of, his, uh, end of his life. And we were able to talk with Doug and let him know that we were going to name that residence hall after him. Because he really, 
Uh, he was one of the presidents, I thought, that really put an emphasis on the student experience and student life. Um, one of the things he did is he moved his office out of Founders Hall because he wanted to be over amongst the students and faculty. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, Doug was a, a great personality, um, kind of gruff on the exterior, but you got to know him. He was a big teddy bear uh, mm-hmm. and just a, uh, an outstanding person. Mm-hmm. And and he was the one who started the, the move-in day where the community faculty staff helped students move in. And that's been a tradition ever since. My, uh, that's one of our favorite stories to tell about moving day is he was out there helping and he wanted all his cabinet and everybody out there helping. And so he's on the curb and he grabs this refrigerator and the family's like, no, 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 just, just wait. No, no. He goes, I got it. I got it. And he refuses to hand it over. So he picks it up and he starts hauling it all the way to the fourth floor only to find out that it had a case of pop in it already. (laughs) (laughs) But he made it all the way to the fourth floor. He made it all the way to the fourth floor. Mm -hmm. He was determined. There we go. Any other uh, cool and, you know, fun stories that you can share from your time? Try and narrow it down to, you know, less than 30 minutes or so. Ooh, fun stories. Oh. That you can share on air? Yeah, that's the key, you know, that's. (laughs) We all, there's a couple of us that are long tenured and Marcy being one of them that, you know, when we're all retired and then we'll really write the book. But, you know, there's there's just been a lot of, you know, a lot of great things, different people coming to campus, come through campus, whether it be politicians or Kathy Matei and John Vesna were always a fun one, you know, mm-hmm. Grammy award winning artist uh, and uh, an alum uh, who happens to be her husband and um, just things like that. Um, the politicians are kind of interesting. You know, I think since I've been here, we've had every governor since, uh, well, I, I go back, I go to start with uh, Jesse Ventura. That was probably the most unique one. And mm-hmm. I remember local law enforcement talking about it. Normally when a, a governor comes, you'll get one uh, highway patrol coming in with them. I think there were five or six squad cars lined up with the entourage that he came with and the crowd that followed him. So mm-hmm. um, just fun to see them on, in a different light. Um, not just the governors, but even our local politicians over the mm-hmm. years have been tremendous supporters, and uh, as well as our bonding committee of legislators from across the state that have come onto campus. You get a chance to see them um, in person rather than when they're behind the microphone putting on a performance in many cases. So you get to see that personal side of them. Yeah, and in Bill's role as the government relations VP, you've, you've had connections with a lot of the politicians and uh, law officials over the years yes i just got scolded by someone from the senate for uh not informing her that i was leaving and uh that was before just before the radio show actually so i've got to work with a bunch of great people imagine getting scolded by somebody you know like a politician like that well you know and the funny thing about politics it's not always the politicians that are are the most important Mm -hmm. it's the support staff and it's Mm -hmm. you know it's that way in many organizations and uh this person happened to have been a former resident of mine when I was an RA, uh, and she's been with the uh, Minnesota Senate for almost 30, a uh, little over 30 years, I think she said, um, and most recently was working with the president of the Senate. So in a, in a, in a very important role, and uh, you have to respect those people, and those relationships are so important because they're the folks that actually get things done. Mm-hmm. You talk about that support staff. Who was your support staff over the years at SMSU? Oh, man, uh, I've had some great teams that I've worked with, and that's one of the things that I think I've prided myself on the most. It's never been about me or my team. It's always been about our team. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I'll get in trouble if I start listing them, but I'll, I'll take a stab at it. Um, I started out at admissions and worked with a great group of people, Pat Carmody, um, Gina uh, Munson, uh, Deb Giever, now Deb Norlin. Uh, the, I'm, gonna forget, I'm already forgetting people. Uh, Deb Mittling, I certainly cannot forget Deb because Deb if it wasn't for Deb, I wouldn't, mm-hmm. uh, probably wouldn't be here at SMSU. Um, you know, and then the registration folks, Jelaine Gabretson and, and Deb Labatt, Julie Lease, Gloria Corman, Thompson, uh, awesome people. I'm going to forget people. You are doing a great job You're doing great. way yeah. back there. I'm impressed. I'm impressed. You know, so starting out there and then obviously in the foundation, I worked with Pat Pardell for many, mm-hmm. many years. Pat was mm-hmm. a staple of the foundation. Roxy Moon. Uh, Roxy Moon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Karen Koss. Uh, and then I. Of course, I got to jump over Stacy Frost, Tyler Bowen, uh, Mike Van Drill, you know, most recently working with um, Jess Anderson and, and Cassie Teach, some, some really fabulous people in, in the fundraising side. And then mm-hmm. that communications. Meredith Swan. Team. Oh, I cannot forget Meredith. Meredith. That was one of, one of our team members, too. Meredith is one of our grad assistants. And actually, probably one of the, I, I joke with her about this because we hired her and then that P word happened <laughs> and we sent her home. You know, so that was one of those tough things. But um, that communications team, um, Marcy and Jim Tate and uh, Adam Henning, and I'm going to forget somebody down there. Oh, probably the most Stacey. important one. Yeah, Marcel. my wife. Um, mm-hmm. Been fortunate to work with her for a few years. And and we've recently added Maddie, Maddie Groff, Maddie and, Groff and, and Mitch Reby. Mitch is the silent one here in the, in the yep. studio. He's listening intently, but he doesn't want to say anything, so... Anyway, yeah, just a great group of people, and you know, and then my colleagues on cabinet. I'm not gonna go through all them, but it just it's been the people and it's been the teams that I've been a part of that has probably been the most uh, rewarding. Is that what you're gonna mo- uh, remember most fondly is working with these people? I'm assuming it's not some boring meeting. Uh, no, actually, I had my last boring meeting yesterday. <laughs> we have these wonderful things. Um, <laughs> it's part of shared governance, and they're they're great. I mean, they're 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 a necessary evil but they're called meet and confers and when we do them we have three in a day so we're in the conference room for an hour and we wrapped up our last one yesterday so i, w- I won't miss those and i was honest with folks that no i'm not going to miss this side mm-hmm. of things but so yeah it's just the the cabinet folks they're there for three hours they meet with three different groups yeah the different bargaining units come through and you know if i i'd be remiss if i forget about all the faculty i talked about the people that mm-hmm. um you know, that I've worked with in my various responsibilities, but we also worked with all the faculty over the mm-hmm. years and um, way too many to, to there, but that's probably one of the biggest changes. Um, our first 25 years, we did not have a lot of turnover in faculty because mm-hmm. we had many faculty that came and they started their careers there and they ended their careers there. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, you know, retirements and unfortunately deaths and uh, more so than normal, I think. And now we're into a cycle where you have more frequent turnover. I think that's just, you know, the nature of the time. So mm-hmm. that's probably been the one of the bigger changes I've seen at the university is the turnover in uh, employees now um, mm-hmm. over the years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of new faces now, but uh, back 20 years ago, it was um, familiar people at over a the for a long time of years yeah we didn't I, have a lot of change we had our the president's holiday social uh last week and i was talking to pat brace and she goes i'm probably the oldest longest tenured not oldest longest tenured 
person here now with you leaving. I said, no, Marcy's still here. And <laughs> Deb Kirkhart, she's got some years on but, me. Sean Hedman, we've got some folks here. Yeah, here a little bit but, De- you know, mm-hmm. uh, Pat was... Pat was a new faculty member when I started as a student. So mm-hmm. I had class from Pat. Uh, another one that I'll always uh, remember is Jerry Toland. Mm-hmm. I've worked with Jerry for many, many years, and it's been fun to do different projects with him and just an outstanding person uh, as well as a faculty member. So to think back, I think the very last class I took at SMSU was with Jerry Toland. So. What is Bill Molso's crowning achievement? Now, you said it's oh, not boy. about you. It's about, you know, your team. But let's hear if you could list one, which, you oh, know, over 30-plus years, that's going to be hard to do. But let's see if we can get you on that one. Just pick one? Well, you can. You know what? One we'll take two. extra credit. If you want extra credit, you can list two. You know, I thought I, I'll, I'll pick a, a more recent one. Um, in 2020, we were recognized by... CASE, which is the Council for Advancement and Support of Education. Um, we were recognized for our overall uh, fundraising excellence. And it's, it was a, it's an international organization that sets the standard for everything we do in higher ed on the advancement side. And totally unsolicited, um, we got this award and they recognized our past three years of achievements. And that was really, uh, I think it was a humbling thing, um, but it was really uh, a tribute to our team, um, our volunteers, our donors, mm-hmm. that we would get recognized by an international organization for the work we were doing in support of the institution. Mm-hmm. So that, that that's one that um, I'm very proud of, and I'll always be proud of uh, the team that we had that, that made that happen. You going to list one more? You, you, you mentioned you wanted to maybe list one more. I, I think if you just look at... Um, you know, overall, the facilities, things. We see some of the really big, obvious ones, the the buildings, but there were a couple other ones that I think have transformed our campus, and those were really a part of uh, a group effort. Um, our Alumni Plaza, um, for those of us that went to school back in the day, we used to come down a, a hill. Mm-hmm. There were a couple little um, sketchy roly-boly courts there, and you'd go in the back door to the PE gym before the RA was there. Mm-hmm. It was really, and there was a loading dock there. Right. So it was really the back door to campus. Right. There was no, there was no road back there. No road, no the sidewalk. Where the football field yep. is. It was very really, really kind of random. So mm-hmm. when all that construction and things happened, we really were able to transform that space mm-hmm. and tie all the residential life areas into the academic side. And I think, uh, it's not a big thing, but I think it was very transformative in what it did to the campus. And then the other one out there um, that everybody sees every day is that entrance sign, mm-hmm. um, being able to partner with the city to uh, build off the retention pond that they had created and to put an entrance sign there. So I credit the the vision of those folks in the city that saw that as an opportunity and allowed us to make that happen. So and a couple of other little things that happened. I was wondering if we were going to change the name from Mustangs to the Geese because of all the East they have made themselves at home, haven't they? They're, mm-hmm. they're terrible out there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, I did see uh, in another email just this morning that we're going to have a little retirement open house coming up here in a couple of days as well this Thursday. Are you going to tell us about that or do you want Marcy to do that? Marcy, I, should, I can talk she's, about she's that. She's the mastermind, I think, yeah, behind so this. In our, in our new space, we moved uh, last summer. Uh, to the Founders Hall basement. It's beautiful space, so we're going to host anybody who would like to join us uh, from 3 to 4.30 in Founders Hall. 
um, people are welcome to stop by and say hi. And maybe give a big thank you and a, a handshake or maybe a hug. Maybe. Whatever you're comfortable with. Okay. I'll give you a hug, Josh. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so now that uh, Mr. Molso is moving on, are, are we just looking at beaches and cold drinks somewhere sunny, or are we, are we still working hard? Well, Friday's my last day. Mm-hmm. Um, retiring from SMSU. Your weather forecast has not helped with my plans to get a little ice fishing in here at the end of the year. Yeah, so you got to work on that. that. Yep. Um, but no, I'll be retired for about two weeks, and then... Um, going to be starting a new venture uh, as the chief operating officer with Hoffman and Bropes here in town. Very good. We definitely wish you the best of luck down the road. Uh, of course, thank you for your 31 years plus of service. And I, I should quick add that Bill has added a new responsibility and job to his, to his world. He is a grandpa. <gasps> oh, mm-hmm. so he's going to spend a little bit more time doing that. Retire grandpa. I, kinda, I like this one. I mm-hmm. still got to work a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to work excited. on your ice yeah. three, three weeks a, ago. That's a nice, nice big job. Mm-hmm. My daughter and son-in-law had uh, Brooks Robert. So mm-hmm. very good. So now here's my question: Do I swing it over to Marcy for our list of events, or do we keep it with you? Swing it over to Marcy because I didn't prepare for that portion of the show today. <laughs> <laughs> and because it's, we are starting uh, finals, or we are in the middle of finals this week. We start winter break. We don't have a whole lot going on. We don't even have a lot of athletic events. We have uh, basketball Thursday night. University of Sioux Falls comes to town. See, look at he's he, so, he, he said he's not prepared, he but knows. he's prepared. He knows. Yeah. yeah. So and I think I, that's about it because then yes. they're off till first of the year. So yep. yep. So when's the the official last day of of school for this year? Um, last day of classes was last Friday. Oh, last the Friday. Last day of finals is this Friday, and grading day is Tuesday the nineteenth, and then it's crickets. Which is, you know, a nice time to catch up and uh, get ready for spring semester. We're excited for the students who are coming in. Um, and we'll be back on the radio Tuesday, January 9th. I should add that game on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Hopefully you're not calling a high school game somewhere. There's a good chance I am. But anyways. You should bring your kids out because Santa Claus will be at those games yes. um, Thursday night. So mm-hmm. come on out. For that, chance to, bring your kids. Chance to meet Santa, get your picture taken. Yep. Mm-hmm. Just remember to bring your camera. Luckily, everybody has a phone that has a camera on it now, so we should be good in that regard. Bill Molso, VP for Government Relations, Communications, and Marketing. One final time, thank you for joining us here on the SMSU Campus Update. Thanks, Josh. And Marcy Olson, thanks for chatting with us as Absolutely. well. You got anything else you want, a little final word to Bill and, and the, the well, listening I, group? I should, on behalf of the university, thank Bill for his years of service. Now, Bill and I go back to... Our days as freshmen, we met when we were learning to make popcorn in the student center game room as little freshmen from Bill's from Sherburn. I'm from Gibbon. And so we've, I'm going to get choked up. We've worked together a long time. She didn't tell you we were RAs in the same complex for two years also. So yes. we've, uh, lots of fun. All yes, the ups have. and downs. Yep. Very good guys. I appreciate the time and we'll, Talk to you, Marcy, next year. Bill, we'll talk to you somewhere down the road as well. Thank you, Josh.